Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's episode, the doctor talks about the future of Paisley Park and shares ideas from fans, and also all the latest in the Prince music world. And now, he'd like to thank you for a funky time, Dr. Funkenberry. Good morning, good morning, afternoon, evening. Hello, everyone. So, this is interesting. We really need to preach about love for another, don't we? When uh, stuff like Orlando happened and other things. Um, that's all I can say is really love for another and just be kind to one another regardless of it, of it all. We both bleed the same color red. Um, thanks to Ida for our tune. And uh, make sure to get it on iTunes, show them what you got. Also, we want you to let you know when it comes to uh, the podcast, make sure to subscribe through iTunes. Please leave a review when you can. Also, if you're not, if you listen to a podcast on something other than iTunes or whatever, you can use TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and Overcast. Tell a friend, spread the word. And again, thanks to Ida for that track. All right, so what we're going on, me and producer Chris, his name is Chris and he is funky. When we were, uh, we went to the Bay Area this weekend uh, for a little bit of a Prince Sign of the Times movie thing that uh, the people over there put on, Gigi, um, Dave Paul, uh, Dave Paul, I'm forgetting the other guy's name in the white hat and I just feel bad. Um Thank you guys for all that. Really appreciate it. It was really cool. While we're driving up, <clears throat> I was contacted by the AP and Rolling Stone about Paisley Park, what's going to be done with it, what should be done with it. And uh, my thing of it was that it should be open to the public because that's something that Prince was wanting before uh, April 21st, 2016. It was something that he wanted to do. And he has had celebrations before, and we'll talk about that. Um, Chris had to listen to me do do a couple of the interviews and, you know, talking like for a half hour. And then you're, you, it's really good stuff that you're giving the guy. And then you see the article and you're like, really? What the heck was he typing or recording? Um, I think they call that artistic license, unfortunately. So like the first AP report that came out was just like, um, you know, mention me, mention the podcast, um, uh, said that, you know, the pop super superstars ideas kept evolving, which we know Prince was ever evolving, including ways for fans to hear and see his vast archive of unreleased music and videos. So there'd be a different experience each time. What I was saying was is that Prince has so much material in his vault and so many different shows that each time someone goes to Paisley that you can be listening to something or seeing something that you've never seen before, no matter how many times you go, you know, that's kind of cool. Another thing um, that I liked was finally a quote that I gave that actually did make it into the full AP report. That was ABC news one. But I liked it. Thank you to the Seattle Times and the Minneapolis Star Tribune for picking it up. Because uh, the reporter tried to compare Paisley Park to Graceland. And that just made me just over the phone go, oh, like you're killing me. And I just said that Paisley Park is far funkier than Graceland will ever be. And I guess someone saw the quote. Because what they decided to do is they went to Graceland. They went to Tennessee, Nashville, where it's at. And Chris, what am I wearing right now? Um, I see a Nashville hat on your head with two uh, embroidered cowboy boots and a music note in the middle of it. Yeah. It's pretty. It, it works well on you, by the way. Yeah. Especially with the beard and whatever. Working out a lot. I can fit in in a Sam Hunt concert. I just need to get my Wranglers and my, my boots there in my closet. And you are wearing a tank top, so you're halfway there. Why are we gotta talk about my wardrobe? I took I took off my hoodie. And I just wanted to show off my arms. Anyway, geez, now people are gonna be now people are gonna be bugging me even more for the show to be live and with a camera. And that's what I get. I got that again today. 
But yeah, the whole Paisley Park is far funkier than Graceland will ever be in. So they made sure that I got this hat and they wanted me to wear it. Love it. So I'm wearing it for the podcast. I'll take a shot of it later. I do think it looks good on me, but then again, hats look good on me so I can make even Graceland look good and not so uh, stale. So what we decided to do with this great weekend that we had um, and this this thing that the, the, the bank wants to turn Paisley Park to open up to the public, um, we decided to see what the fans would uh, say about it. And, you know, we did say to email us, but really with social media, you know, it just makes it so much easier. And that's another thing. Um, I got a few people worrying about me on Facebook. Uh, I don't know if they were worrying about me or thought that originally, like when the site first started, that Prince was Dr. Funkenberry. Um, Cause people were just think it's interesting. My last post on my site has been when he passed the main reason I've been on Facebook and Twitter, like a lot and even Instagram because it's the way to dispel rumors quick because everyone goes through Facebook and Facebook has this issue where uh, unless you're a really popular site who kind of leans to the left, your stuff isn't going to be seen. And we've had a problem with that where, you know, we put up an Instagram link that'll get 22,000 views in a matter of hours uh, because Facebook owns Instagram. But when we put a link up to our podcast, only 500 people are seeing it. So my problem is with my website not being Rolling Stone or other stuff, I felt it was more important for me to spend my time dispelling rumors as quickly as they happen. And I was quite successful on that, mind you. So um, the Facebook, the Facebook, I sound like I'm like 70, the Twitter, the Instagram, all social media, I've been crazy active on it because the website will get attention from some fans. The whole thing is, is that we get more through Facebook and quicker and I'm able to eliminate stuff. So I have to play Facebook's games and the people that are like, you know, you need to post more, you need to be doing more. And I'm like, you're obviously not seeing how active I am with our podcast and everything else going on. This is the best way right now to take care of you guys. I mean, I saw today TMZ with their crap about Little Wayne and his thing with Sizirup and then trying to compare it to Prince. I'm like, here we go. Really? You're going to compare Little Wayne to Prince? Thanks a lot for that. So getting back on track paisley park being open to the public it's something that he wanted something that he discussed at length before there was even plans that he made with someone about what he wanted being done and recently he was hinting at over the winter and very early spring that he wanted paisley to be open to the public and he was going to perform there this summer so he wanted it open, but of course he was going to perform and he'd have acts that he wanted there. Now, Chris, what is your opinion of it? Cause I think he wanted it and he did other things in the past that were like, you know, celebrations of it. And that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, you kind of hit the nail on the head. He's, he's already kind of treated it as a museum. It was an open door, uh, living, breathing, place it wasn't just a recording studio you know back in 2000 2001 2002 he did turn it into kind of a an open museum we had tours we had we were able to hang out we were able to interact with instruments we saw costumes and instruments on display you know we got to take pictures with the motorcycles so it already kind of has taken on that that personality and it always has been because people would show up they'd see performances i mean you know i've got some opinions you know but you know keep it the same way right and what they were doing was like in even the week before he passed even in january they're doing tours for 25 bucks of just the studios not just paisley park but the studios itself along with the entry fee to see whoever was performing um that night was a $10 dance party, but the tours were $25. 
like I said, just to see the studios, nothing else. You walk through the halls, you see the awards that are everywhere that he's won and collected. I love the one on the wall that's for the time that's awarded to Jamie Starr. <laughs> you know, there's just certain things that I dig. And of course, there's merchandise. I'll have merch there. You know, I don't want it to be gaudy. I like it to have different stuff, different eras of his different shirts. And that brings another reason that they have to either go to Paisley or order stuff online, you know, and they did that. The celebrations, they had special material that you'd only get that week. I would love it. Like if they not only opened up Paisley park to the public, but if they did have like a weekly celebration once a year to where some of his favorite singers or people that he really dug, that were up and coming. I mean, cause look, he was having Alicia Keys play Paisley Park before anyone heard of her. Same with uh, Nora Jones. Like, it was just, for a few years, it was like whoever was going to win Best New Artist at the Grammys was performing at Paisley Park beforehand. So, you know, and we have ideas of what you guys are saying. You know, <clears throat> they're like, someone said they'd like to see a timeline of his incredible life, including baby pictures, high school pictures, wedding pictures, music and awards, costumes, jewelry, furniture, cars, moments with friends, and all the way up to some of the moments left at Paisley. Okay. See, this is where I disagree a little bit. I kind of wanted to focus on music only. Not in the his career. Life. Right. Yeah. You can have one baby picture of him. Uh, but the wedding... Right. Where do you where do you draw the line if you go with the personal side? Because look, he loved Jordan. He loved Russell Westbrook. He loved Dwayne Wade. He loved Steph Curry. He didn't care about Steph Curry's little kid looking all cute on camera. Care about was Steph Curry's relationship with that ball and how it hit the net. So in that aspect, I like to focus on music only. You can have the awards. You can have the costumes. That's all about music, you know. Jewelry, some items, I can understand that. Furniture, cars, they did have the garage, but here's the problem. You don't want to take that elevator. So I say that cars, off limits. I know some of you were trying to be funny with some of your comments, your little trolls, about bringing up the elevator. Like, just when you're doing the tour of Paisley, you don't need to go there. And I know some people are like, you know, like you want to go there, you know, <clears throat> even though it was the place uh, he loved the most, you say it is also where he died. I couldn't visit because of that. It would be too hard. He wanted us to celebrate him. Let's not try to think about that. You know, spirits come, spirits go. Some stick around for the after show, right? That's where his soul is at. And I think for a lot of fans, it'll be really good for them to be able to go there. And I would like um, some of the things they did at the, the other celebrations <clears throat> to be put in play as well to where you had, um, you had, you know, where you'd have to have a smiley or, or whatnot, talk and things like that. I'm forgetting the word right now. I'm sure. Uh, um, so, <clears throat> but yeah, little little classes on whatnot. So for the students, for the kids in Minneapolis, Minnesota, they could um, do that. Workshops. There's the word. Me and Chris were both uh, having a brain gasm with that. So, but I'd like for stuff like that to happen and. Just like it to be open. You yeah, know. it definitely needs to be somewhere that people can come for education. Kids can go, you know, schools. I'd love to see field trips of young school kids that go there, and that's the first time that they get to touch a guitar or bang on a drum. Right. You know, play with the Lynn drum machine and, and, and hear the history about it and be able to actually touch it and play it. See, like when I was there in 2013, you know, we we interviewed some fans. He was wanting um, to have his first ever guitar for the fans to see and them hold. Wow! So there was there was stuff like that. It didn't happen because Trevor was doing it on his cell phone camera. And the thing is, with cell phones at Paisley, it's, he has everything blocked. You get really bad, bad reception. reception. Yeah. 
except in the bathroom. Trust me, you get your little reports in there, you know. But yeah, um, I'd like for it to be open. Um, you know, some people would say it would be good to see as a music venue. Um, yeah, keep live acts in there. That would yeah. be awesome. The way that it was before. Yeah. Why not? Have special events. Mm-hmm. They could, you know, they could uh, rent it out so people can come and have concerts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that that uh, studio is huge. I mean, the soundstage is huge. Right. I would love to see that. Uh, Karen says, one day I would visit visit it with a heavy heart. It was my dream to see Prince play live there. Um, I always said, one day we'll hop on a plane when I hear of a party there. I never got the chance. Life's regrets. Mm-hmm. Um, this person, Darwin, says, leave all the studios intact and post his pics and videos in different parts of the building and at least two or three rooms for the children. He loved and wanted something there for them when, from what I understand and heard i feel they should keep the studios up for up-and-coming musicians and other pop stars to use i don't know about that because sometimes pop stars and rock stars aren't the most delicate with stuff that's a landmark right you know i agree i think it should be just be used for his music only i mean it would be a way for the place to make money let's revisit that in the future if need be um, that's what I was thinking about the performances. At least that's a revenue generator besides right. regular tour operations. Absolutely. Um, I don't know why this person said that. Well, I know there was one person on there that said that they would be willing to work for free at at the uh, at Paisley Park. There already is people that work there for free. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And it, and so they, won't, they won't have they won't have problems staffing it is what you're saying yeah okay good. yeah good well that's yeah. good to know right yeah <laughs> so that's the whole thing like like i said prince hit me up years ago i want you to run my social media my new website whatever i, I just sent him an email here's my bank account didn't hear nothing back but he knew from the get-go that's how our relationship was going to be it's like if you I'll, i will promote you myself on my own site and do other things but if you're wanting me to work for you there's a little bit of a difference because then boundaries don't get upset or people don't get upset. But yeah, if you want to work for free at Paisley, by all means, get in line. There'll be applications. You may, they'll be even feel like I'll pay to work at Paisley. Then you may get hired quicker. I don't know. This person, Purple Dove, they said, thank you for making me smile today. And I guess they got a photo that they weren't supposed to get. Um, a museum, a dance hall and keep using the studios trying to get through different ideas something that does it and what we're going to do now just because we don't want to go in repetitive mode is the celebrations were amazing um just like kind of going in january except it was much better weather and um, it was just on a broader scale because it was an entire week in fact the 2002 celebration i'm sorry chris that's a little bit of a sore point here we go again you have to bring that one up well, it's not like we're trying to do it, but for historical purposes, uh, seven nights Prince performed, and each night he had a different performer. Like I said, Nora Jones, you, you know, you're giving me the finger, and I'm giving you the zero because I give zero. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend. No regrets. No regrets. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> Bernard Allison, Victor Wooten, he performed every night. And <laughs> I think you remember this. Because we saw two shows of the Kodak for 250 bucks, And yeah, we got sound checks. Yeah, we had after parties. That was like our own little mini celebration. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> 250 bucks. So here it is, 2002. Prince is announcing he's going to do seven nights at Paisley. Seven nights. And he's even thinking about doing a different album each night or different things. And what's the price? What's the price for this? 250 bucks well we just paid for two shows of the kodak and were people happy or were they complaining chris you know my memory oh they were happy oh were they complaining they were complaining about the price it's too much oh my gosh 250 dollars for seven nights i don't remember what it was for 2001 but i remember thinking it was about 400 600 bucks wasn't it nope 2000 was 77 dollars and the other one was about about a hundred. That was like seeing inside the Rainbow Children listening party and discussion with them. What they kind of messed up on with that was is that it should have went to the music club people to have the discussion with him. Unfortunately, there was people that bought passes the day of, 
that wanted to hear it. Other media people, they got inside those conversations instead, which sucks. But it was very affordable. Very. And the 250 bucks, I think people were, you know, hotels, cars, stuff like that. But from that aspect of it, $250, cheese and rice. Hey, there was a free barbecue across the street, I heard, in 2001 and 2000. Yes, those were amazing. I don't know why my name wasn't included on the 2001. I'm just like wondering, like, did I not give Chris a, a, a little rub on his shoulder that day? Did you did you, uh, did you you bring the balloons like you were supposed to? I didn't bring no balloons. All right, then. That's why you weren't on the flyer. <laughs> I wasn't asked. You know, I, I think you wanted me to dip something into some sauce, and I said, I don't roll that way. No. That was yeah. That it's was all fun. good. It, it was, was just like, fun because it just came up uh, uh, on my timeline as right. like fifteen years ago. Yeah. So it's insane to think that fifteen years has passed, but it, and all those friendships from back then are still here today. It's pretty pretty special. We look we, better now than we did then. We sure the do. We you sure know. do. I was only ten at the time, so I finally grew <laughs> in, grew into That's stuff. Right. Yeah. Anyway, but um, it was fun and oh man. Those pay like there was always something going on at Paisley during the day. It wasn't just because someone said, "Oh, it's only going to be at night." Like, no, they had Paisley open during the day for the workshops and other stuff that they had going on. So it was like we were, we were, you guys and I was too, um, just kind of letting it be known to Princess people, like, "Hey, we're having a barbecue over here. Like, make sure not to have anything too funky." And I right. think one at one of the barbecues, I don't know if it was two thousand one or two thousand two, but they had a John Blackwell workshop at the same time as the key did they really yeah that was 2002 yeah like because uh, i would have been mad if i missed that. and then people were like you know hoping um that prince would show up to the queue i think the prince of uh, the prince <laughs> with of the a steak under his arm i mean nah he would have been like brent brought a vegan meal you know but it was just so much fun because at paisley you were you there was always activities going on with this you kind of like got to mesh talk with people from japan talk with people from italy and talk with people from arizona everywhere All everywhere the world it was just amazing australia yeah it's crazy i just and this would be the same thing right you know having it open and having special events yes for have, these ones have a have the special week you know there always be you know his mm-hmm. birthday week be the the week of celebration you know right that would be awesome here's another one that says from deborah love the idea it would be a physical place to honor prince and for for fans to experience the environment that was his home in music lab many wanted to enter and were never able to interactive experiences would enhance the experience maybe special music programs slash camps for kids to make music could be very special see i'm all for this stuff being opening up to kids like having special things for them only yeah for sure um like Elvis fans have Graceland. Sorry, no. Um, <clears throat> Sean says monthly or yearly celebrations. I'm more for the yearly ones, just like uh, he used to. Musicians can put on shows, hold Q and A sessions, workshops, tell stories, sell merch, give tours, etc. Obviously, uh, taxes and overhead have to be paid, so admission has to be charged. Of course, there has to be admission. Except admission well, is, is free. It's and mission is e is easy just say you believe you believe in handing over 20 25 bucks probably it'll be more but you'll get your money's worth um donations would be welcome too i would love to work there i live five miles away from paisley i would love to contribute for keeping his memory alive like i said you'd be working for free <laughs> sean so there you go um yeah look all this discussions if somehow some way you're just arriving in the middle of the podcast. This is something that he wanted to do with Paisley Park. So, you know, because some people are like, would depend what he thought they did. He wanted it. Um, someone was like, I want my 37-year-old Prince collection in there as an exhibit. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, would love to see that happen. Elisa says, Jesse says, I want to see everything. Even okay. the... The honey from the scandalous sex suite uh, session. Mois. Mm, <laughs> Let's see. Education. Uh, John C. Riley, not the actor. 
Education for everyone. Leave it as a working music and TV slash film studio. Have one studio dedicated to education. Whatever pros are in there working, there must be given time to work with the kids. Every four months open the whole place for one week. It's a Seymour thing. You wrote a lot. Gotcha. There you go. Let fans... Uh, have the Paisley experience. That way people could plan and save enough money to go. Having it as a museum, I uh, would see a glut of people for the first year, so then it would fade out to just a few. Paisley was built as a place of creation without time, talent, and technological limits, and so it should carry on. I don't think this is going to be a one-year thing. That's why you got to keep updating it. You don't pull everything out. Don't go there. Uh, I know some of you guys listening to your cars at work right now just went there. Don't go there. So then we have a Sonia Blocks. I'd love to see Paisley Park inside, but leave it like it is now. Hope to come over from Belgium one day. If you bring some waffles, I would like you to be there as well. Special person, Kristen, I'm not going to butcher her last name, left, it, left a, a note from me at the gate. She's an incredible, incredible, I think you meant incredible, wonderful woman. Thanks, girl. And you just got a shout out on the podcast for saying that. We got to charge for these, like, stop the pace you and suck some face. We're going to get some dedications going on here. Um, and, and Nitra says, that'll be a tripped out experience going to Paisley Park knowing he isn't there anymore. <sighs> Welcome to Bummer City. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like going to your high school when there's no class. It's just, it's weird. It's just empty there's no vibration there's no energy that's it'll it'll be a there'll be some energy but it'll still be weird hope to come over from holland one day to see it uh prince was a very private person i don't think it would won't invade his privacy it's something we're, that we're not going to be sleeping in his in his bedroom i think right there'll now. be some off limits places so i wouldn't worry then someone smith said i'll never get to see it i guess they're not of this earth um, yes to Paisley being open and others have mentioned a working studio and also a music venue with all the artists associated with Prince utilizing and performing at the venue. I think Prince would have definitely wanted the music to continue in his name. That is from Nafis. So, um, yeah, everyone seems to be positive of it. I'm trying to look for everything. Um, you know, and we're going to come back to that, uh, on Monday they uh, had the Apollo Walk of Fame where Prince was inducted. And you had the legendary Maceo Parker uh, there to induct Prince. And you had Andy Allo there and Adrian Crutchfield and Joey Ratfield and another person I'm forgetting right now. I gave, uh, Adrian hit me up Sunday night um, after I got back from the Bay Area. There was really only one person I wanted to hear from, but Adrian was hitting me up and um, I, you know, I'll take Adrian's call, but, um, do you want to hear some of he, the, uh, the performance? He asked for a 1999, the backing thing from Montreal so he can play along with it for this performance. And that's what he did. And Chris, yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of it. Cool. said something about performing at a private uh, Prince event here in LA soon. I thought they did a good job. It was kind of cool. I mean, it was yeah. just out in front, but I like how they had the different... Uh, Purple rugs. Yeah. The microphone stands, the, the guitar. Uh, a few of the people talked. Andy talked, you know. It was good to see Andy talking. Good to see her out and about. You could tell yeah. she was really, really having a hard time still. Yeah. All right. We have Angel So Divine on Twitter talking about Paisley. I would love the opportunity to visit and see it once in person. I really hope they pre- preserve things. I'm still so sad. We're with you, Angel So Divine. Um, yeah. Just going through the feed. Keep the Prince mystique and energy alive in his studio. Uh, since having parties there without him slowly released the volume. 
zero sense having parties there without him they're saying that's from pad hood um let's see some of the same people kept yeah someone asked if we're gonna have a podcast about the future of paisley park yes morgan we are we're doing it right now here here it's like inception whoa yeah hello so um here's a jan says jan says she's been there to paisley several times i'd love if they keep it pretty much the same really enjoy to see prince's many outfits recording studio musical instruments awards and continue to sell official prince merchandise p.s i'd also work there for free just live four miles away so sean jan's got you beat because she's four miles away he better start running like for real (laughs) um well he could pick her up on the way that'd be kind of cool Laura, 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 you're, I'm with you on this. Taika, just no bobbleheads. No bobbleheads, that's funny. No bobbleheads. Um, people are like, it's too soon to talk about it. No, because he was wanting to do something in June for it, and here it is. It's June. You know, like, I just want them to take their time and do it right. Yeah. That's all. I agree. Um, Here's another person, Kevin. I'd still like to see dance parties and maybe some concerts by artists he inspired to work with. So it's kind of like makes you have some people that saying they don't want anyone to do their dance parties. And there's other people. My opinion is, is that Prince would want the dance parties and the musicians performing there. Cause he loved, he loved seeing that. And there's a little part of me that thinks that he'd be watching from somewhere inside Paisley. You look over your shoulder. There he is. Well, that's a, a lot of the dance parties. That's what it was like. You know, yeah. you didn't see him, but you knew it was there or you saw a small glimpse of him. So I could see the, 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 the vibe really being hype, you know, and you can have new music released or you can have a DJ, you know, have the DJs that have spun there before, you know, every, you know, every uh, Friday night, it's a dance party at Paisley or, you know, it could become a dance club, I guess, on Friday nights. Yeah, totally. I agree. That's just my thing. And something for the kids in the afternoon and other things. Right. I personally, I'm trying, I know you guys know I've been trying to do what I think Prince would want a lot of stuff. It hasn't been popular with a lot of people. I don't really care. I'm looking out for him, I'm looking out for the fans. But I think that's something that he would want is just for his music to be celebrated in his house. So absolutely you know here's someone sheena she was there in january yes absolutely i love paisley park to be open i went on a tour there back in january and totally loved it i was amazed that he allowed tours but given the fact i think he would approve absolutely then we have adrena yeah working studio for sure let's face it the setup must be amazing music lessons and yes part of it museum too i hate the word museum yeah it's you shouldn't we talked about that off air it's the word museum it's not a museum it's It's paisley Paisley park Park. it's it's paisley park that's it Mm. it doesn't need to be called a museum or anything you know um particularly if he already allowed tours like the girl above has said long live the music always and forever gone but never forgotten legend um oh this one's interesting there's gonna be a seymour thing for tom all right i'll let you get that for you yeah i think tom says i think it would be great Woo, that's a lot tom i had the pleasure of working at paisley over the last couple of years and the place is awesome oh nice it'd be very educational inspiring to up-and-coming musicians the studios artwork the motorcycle motorcycles let's not forget graffiti bridge don't crap on that thank you and all the other history surrounding paisley is so neat is that an O to Kevin Costner? Prince was a private person and certain things should remain private. But I think the public could learn a lot from his work. One thing I enjoyed about Prince is how he brought people together in peace from all walks of life. I remember nights where it was freezing below temps and fans would be waiting out in the snow waiting for me to open the gate. His fans would drop everything they were doing and bolt to Paisley, all the mention of a party in hopes to get that one little glimpse of his talent. With the mention of the com- complex being turned into a museum, uh, with the mention of the complex being open, let's put it that way, many people feel it shouldn't be to make money. I hate to see it be an expensive visit that would turn guests away, but some admission would have to be charged. The upkeep on the building is spendy. Just the heating bill alone would make most people's stomach drop. If they did decide to turn into a museum, 
They did decide to have it open. It'd be cool to see his land turn into a park as well. Right across the road from Paisley is Lake Anne. On the other side was his property where his mansion once stood. Now it just has a tennis court, a nice field leading up to the lake, and a beautiful forest. I just think it would make another great place to honor him and people could try to see through his eyes. Still can't believe he's gone. Hope the public can pick up from where he left off in the music industry and run with it. He was a teacher to us all. The sky's the limit. That's pretty cool. What yeah, do you think really of that? Good. That was really good. And someone from the inside that actually worked at Paisley Park. That's pretty cool. Says they did, yeah. Um, I always have to question stuff when, you know. So, let's see. I'd like to just see Prince. I'm sorry. I can't make that happen, Chrissy. Um, Margaret says, because Prince wanted that to be, I say yes. Everything Prince left as is, his beautiful music playing, rather he be there. But his beautiful Paisley part to continue to be shared with us. It is such a part of his liking, his living, creativity, love, tears, faith, all of them. I say definite yes. See, someone said that they'd have to make sure they get the candles right. But the smell of it. Really? Interesting. Yeah, but the thing is, I knew what candles he likes, and I have a couple in my fridge. So we're good on that. Okay. All right, start making more. No, I know the company that makes them the ones he likes, so it isn't just me. But, you know, if they want to have me send them, I'd be fine with it. Um, Yeah. Let's see. You know, D says what we already have heard. You know, I appreciate you guys sharing. I did tell you guys to email, but, um, you know, it probably is just better to have it posted on social media. I mean, it goes to us. Let's see. Here's one. Wow. They kept sending it over and over again. Opening up Paisley Park on the scale of Graceland would be great for his millions of fans over the state of Minnesota. I live in Tennessee and Graceland has been a huge success. Um, they're using terminology that I wouldn't understand of Elvis. Most of what I remember the early years after uh, his passing, they're talking about Elvis was fainting woman and divorce as a woman whose love of Elvis was greater than their husband's. Good Lord. Prince was and is the Elvis of my generation. I'm the same age as Prince and started out early with him with Soft and Wet is my first song. I also try my best to keep my looks as our beautiful Prince always did. I saw him only one time in Nashville years ago and Larry Graham was there that night just hanging and playing some very cool it was fun and funky right along with Prince and have a spiritual side as well as we say in the south I came back to my raising I would like for the people who knew him best close to him make the decision that he would have wanted regardless of what that is okay one year ago my grandfather passed away with a seven-figure estate along with a will and it has been unbelievable the hoops we've had to jump through and probate and we're not really through that yet even though i don't know him personally and didn't know him personally i loved him for years along with millions it's greatly surprised to me that he died in interstate and personal experience it'd be quite a while until permanent decisions can be made i feel for those who are legitimately affected and disgusted by those who are not so happy I found you on social media. I'm happy you found me too. And the podcast. With the devastating loss of Prince has affected so many of us, my man gave me a purple teardrop sapphire surrounded by diamonds saying he wanted me to always have my own purple raindrop. I've been waking every morning with a Prince song in my head. Today, interesting enough, because the way that Chris started off the show, it's been Darling Nikki. So that's interesting. Really? Um, the thing is, they have to get their house in order by January 21st. So, you know, the whole probate and all this stuff that's being brought up, uh, it's going to be a different animal. And there is kind of like um, a little bit of, you can't wait a year to do this. You got to start making money now. Because apparently, you know, they, they estimated Prince's, you know, estate at $300 million now. You saw that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's going to be bills that have to be paid. So they got to do something. And I'm going to be, you know, that's something I'm sure you wouldn't have been cool with. I don't know. Uh, the government getting half of the three, I mean, it's 150 million. Right. And look, dude, Prince was very charitable. I guarantee you the amount that he had uh, after April 21st was pretty low. So 
we got to make sure that there isn't a fire sale of stuff. I mean, this way, some of the, some of the stuff does come out, which is what everything wanted, but it has to be the right way. So it's just interesting, but I guarantee you, like he, they're going to have to make up a, a lot of money and his Warner brothers, uh, all those ultimate princes and purple rain in 1999s they've been selling. Who's getting that money right now? Who's getting that residual check? You know, I just, aside from Paisley Park being open, and look, we're going to miss the summer. It's not going to be great weather in Minnesota soon. Um, what else can they do to have money before January 21st? That's something kind of scary. You know, like I know stuff that's at Paisley. I know that um, part of my part of an interview I did with um, Will Hodgkins from Mojo Magazine um, was included an audio interview I did was included with a Prince Live in Paris Third Eye Girl show. So that was recorded in 2013. So there's that. There's also, uh, there's some other stuff I don't want to mention mention that's in the vault because I see these people making fault list and they try to make them sound legit. So I just rather, there's some stuff I'd rather not say that I know is in it. So when these lists come out, I can go, that's bullshit. Bull doo doo. Um, but there's just so much. I know that several years ago, he kind of had a lot destroyed with Takumi um, pictures and other things. So that kind of sucks, but it's something that he wanted. I really would like to see a complete video collection um, of unreleased stuff and whatnot. See, because I think that's more so. And we got to keep that. That has to be off YouTube. You know, that's something that he wouldn't want. And this way, people have to buy the videos and other stuff like that. We got to think of a way to make income while we're waiting on remasters and other stuff and make sure that we go out and buy the music, you know, because we got to make sure that the government doesn't control Paisley, that the family or someone else does, you know. Um, I remember on our drive, you mentioned something that was a really good idea about what you wanted to see in Paisley regarding uh, seeing live performances. Did you want to earn, um, not live performances, recordings from Prince live performances? Did yeah, there's so many of them and you can have different ones playing it each, each time they come there or... Did you want that, that in like the studio? You go into one of the studios and, and you get to pick which one you want or is that something that plays you can on have stage, the sound a stage? a special room for that or you can have it to like the smaller room where they can have like a special, you know, more people in it. But I think, you know, it'd be kind of cool. You can either have it in a small room or have it in the bigger room. It's playing. I do think that one of the things that he wanted in time was you to be able to be in that private room and you to be able to choose what show you wanted to see because I would complain to him that he doesn't have enough official live DVDs out. <laughs> and that's a problem. And he would tell me, have him come to Paisley. I want Prince. They want to take the show home with them that they were at. They want to watch it on TV. Come to Paisley Park. Whatever show they want, I'll have Kirk play for him. There you go. So he was already thinking like that years before, that you go to Paisley and you can watch the the, the show that you were at there. Right there, there's an easy revenue generation right there. Friday night, first Friday of every month, mm-hmm. you get to go to Paisley Park with a bunch of friends, dance and party and watch a uh, concert. Right. I mean, you had Welcome to Chicago play at the Dakota and other things. So there's like a lot of tours that were officially recorded and whatnot. Um, but that is a truly interactive experience, to say the least. So we're just getting this one in now from Vanessa. I would love... Paisley to be open. My dream was to always go to Paisley Park, but never got a chance to. I want to see everything the guitars, the clothes, the awards. The only issue would. Uh, so I wish it was done right and organized by the right people. I also got to ask can you fill me in about Sheila E? Is she not to be trusted because a lot of people want her involved? Anyways, thanks for asking what we want. I think Sheila can be trusted with her input, and that's what it should be. Just like, um, with her input for the tribute concert, I, you know, she has more experience than everyone else. It doesn't mean that she should be involved in everyone's act, but she should be the coordinator of it for sure. Uh, her opinion does matter, 
the main thing is, is that we got to make sure that his legacy and the family are taken care of to where uh, Paisley does not get controlled by the government and everything they're in and you have a fire sale. So right now we need everyone to kind of be working for free to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, when I do stuff like this, like the interviews I do this, um, we're just trying to get the word out and what we think would be best. And we're hoping that the right people hear this. That's what it comes down to. So, you know, that's how I look at it. That's how I want it. Um, so, you know, that's really it. And speaking of which, like, you know, would you guys like want tributes there? Cause like me and Chris this Saturday, we're going to the glam slam. I never, I was, I'm going to bring it up, man. Cause I, cause I like being young. <laughs> I know you're young too. Um, but I don't really have any affiliation with glam slam, but I know that you do that. You've been there before. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a little whippersnapper like you. So I was, I was old enough to go. I was, I was see come hither. <laughs> I, I had the lucky uh, the luck to move away to college in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and as soon as I go away, he opens up a club in L.A. Right, um, and so I used to road trip, you know, and you didn't know when Prince was going to show up and perform. That was one of the things. Um, at least I didn't know. Right, and uh, there were a couple times, you know, I just came down on a whim and went, and it was a dance party. You know, it was kind of like, you know, Paisley Park. You never know what you're going to get, you know. Uh, but there was a couple times, like one was the American Music Awards and probably the most memorable time. Got to see him perform after that. A phenomenal show. And that really made me the fan I am today. Um, and then another time, it was just a random weekend. I was home visiting my parents. Figured, hey, let me see what's going on at Glam Slam. Show that night, Friday night. Boom. So lucky, and I was really treated well. I went during the middle of the day. Everything was closed. I knocked on the door, and this woman answered and was so kind, let me in, gave me VIP passes, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. It was just awesome. So, yes, Saturday is going to be special for me. It's going to be hard. They better play his music all night. I know. I, that's, night. I'm really worried about that. There, we're just going to get some, and we're going to be sitting there, a little bit of kiss. Yeah. So hopefully they do it right. Hopefully, hopefully we get to see some of the the dancers, the erotic city dancers that used to perform. I would love Carmen Electra to show up because she really was kind of the queen of the club. That was right. It was she was the star. See, we don't know who's playing the songs. We're doing a lot of hoping. If that was us, we make sure, you right. know, um, have Carmen involved and whatnot. And they were, they were actually the answers. So luckily, we got to see them a few years ago with Maite. So that was kind of cool. True. Like cherry, cherry Boom Boom. Cherry Boom Boom. That. Yeah, that was cool. But so the good thing is you're going to get a lot of, the, a lot of the, the L.A. fans that used to go every weekend. They went every weekend. So... I mean, it was a different era back then, but they're they're the biggest fans I know. And they look like you got to understand. Like I love all the Prince's eras, seventy eight to now, period. The MPG, the Gold Experience Band, all that stuff holds a special place in my heart. The problem was, is like I was like every day, like waking up, going, okay, one more day closer to I'll be twenty one, and I can go to Glam Slam. Really. And then when they had an 18 and over show, I wasn't even 18 yet. So that really upset me. And I remember first time seeing Prince in concert, um, being 18 and then I'm seventh row eye level with the stage and he goes party at the glam slam. And I'm just like, and he looks at me and goes, (laughs) he kind of like copies my face. Like this is why we need this done live. But, um, just kind of says, don't worry about your age. We'll get you all in. Problem was, is I wasn't driving at the time. So, uh, so was that for the, um, the, the act one? Yeah. Universal. Yeah. Nice. I was, I missed that. I was at school. Darn it. But dude, you had glam slam shows. There's a a special place in my heart and I never got to see the MPG lineup of that. Well, Saturday you get to get inside finally. Yeah. But 
What's interesting was when we went to the sign of the times thing last Friday, Levi Caesar Jr. was there. Thank God he's doing much better health-wise. No one brought that up. He had a big health scare last year. Oh, really? Yeah. What was it? I didn't know about that. Either. Heart trouble. Oh, you know, man. People were saying that he had a heart attack or whatnot. But he looked really he looked good. Great. You know, he I didn't really get good. to talk with him, but you know, um, and apparently there's something going on this Saturday in the Bay Area in the Fillmore District, um, and he was talking about it that there is going to be. Um, Members of the revolution there. Brown Mark's going to be there. He mentioned some MPG members. Um, yeah, we've got the uh, the the event. Uh, just says right Prince here. should be a special guest from original band Prince Revolution and New Power Generation. It's not really saying anything, but I did. He did say Brown Mark was going to be there. He's obviously part of the New Power Generation, so maybe Rosie Gaines makes an appearance after a while. I know that she had some health issues due to her diabetes as well. There's a lot of, we learned from Levi telling stories, there's a lot of people from the Bay Area that was in Prince's band, so there's a lot of people that can be up with him. What's funny is the what he was talking about is on the For Those of You on Volume video, where he goes, if you ain't from Minneapolis, it's it's on the for those of you on value. And what's funny was is that talk Sheila what, was yeah. Talk about what Levi said. That was yeah. Awesome. He was all like, you know, he said that, <laughs> you know, that Prince made that comment. If it ain't from Minneapolis, it ain't doo doo. And he said that was his first time playing. Right? They were doing right. a rehearsal, sign of times rehearsal at, at, at first, first Avenue, Avenue, which is and, recorded. And he was playing along, trying to you know having fun jamming, and Prince called him out. But they, you know, they didn't say it live right there, but they just kind of looked at everything because he's looking around like Sheila's from Oakland. She's from the Bay Area. Bonnie Boyer is from the Bay Area and she's in the band. Miko Weaver, <laughs> the Bay Area. Levi from the Bay Area. Everyone in the band was from that. But I think Prince, you know, Prince was, was just the Minneapolis sound. Yeah, he was clowning. So, which, you know... Prince created or whatever someone else named, but it was just his sound, the Prince sound. So, um, yeah. And I want to just thank you guys so much for listening to us, uh, for giving your opinion on Paisley park and everything that's going on. It means a lot to us. Thank you, Ida for the funky music that you gave us. Um, we're going to keep doing these. We're going to be involving more musical acts. When we have more information on what's going on with Paisley and other things, we will let you know. You know, um, might be having a very special event in L.A. happening soon. I'm trying to be the one that gets to announce it first. We'll see if that happens, but we'll keep you updated. Much love. Keep it funky. Love for another. Always. Always.